Well, it is a Monday today. It's a Reaction Monday right here on Metro FM as well as Radio 2000. 0605842250. You tell me about uh, what stood out for you over the weekend. And of course, if you did run that Comrades Marathon, uh, share your experience. We've heard a couple of those uh, coming through on the voice note 0605842250. There was actually a. <laughs> there was a tweet that came through just now. Uh, but I suppose it's a matter of appreciation here for uh, Usamge. Usamge was saying that, well, Khadda is such a happy person. Uh, I saw her taking out water plastic bottles inside uh, the top and throwing them inside the bin. Basically saying that whenever uh, she was drinking water, uh, she didn't throw the plastic on the road. It says, what a woman. Hey, Flames, man. says a lot hey we all know what happens when it comes to uh, plastic and littering all over the place but for her to be mindful of that while she's running uh, also says a great deal about her Now, we turn our attention to Banyana Banyana because I think nobody gave them a chance uh, going into the game a couple of days ago uh, following that woeful build-up where they failed to win any of their 10 warm-up matches and leading up to the tournament, Banyana uh, got their World Cup campaign off to a magnificent start. Well, the first 60 minutes of it, uh, in any case, Desiree Ellis is the coach of Banyana. Uh, she joins me somewhere near Paris, I do believe. Coach, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Robert. And welcome to the listeners. Thank you, thank you. You sound very upbeat, which gives me hope and confidence that the 60 minutes that we had against Spain would be the 60 minutes that we have in the next match, plus the rest of the time to make it 90 minutes. Is that possible? It is possible, Rob. They were magnificent. Um, you know, we led from the 25th minute to the 68th minute. Um, and we could have been 2-0 up. Um in the first half, we couldn't even be tunnel up just after half time. We've spoken about the opportunities that we need to take, and we did not. Um, but very happy, very proud of the performance. We wanted to start um, with a win, um, and it was in the palm of our hands. But uh, you know, very proud of the team. Um, really played well, um, as you say. You know, leading up to that, we didn't have uh, any win, but we knew what we were preparing for. Also, leading up to the World Cup, um, we played top-ranked teams. So, um, you know, we didn't play the likes of, with all due respect, Botswana, and that way we could have got easy wins. But it was about preparation. So, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but we just hope that we made the country proud. You said in the previous interview that you would have had, I think it was yesterday, that you were going to review the two incidents that led to the call that had to go uh, to a VAR review. The big question from me to you is that once you've reviewed it, have you been able to see it? What did you make of the call and the decision in the end on both? Look, I think it was very tough decisions, um, but if it had gone the other way, you know, and it went our way, we wouldn't be complaining. We would take it. Um, and unfortunately, VAR is here to stay. Um, it didn't go our way this time. Um, as I said, I thought it was tough decisions, um, you know, especially the second the second one, but uh, um, they've decided that's what it is. And as I said, if it had been on the other side, we wouldn't have been complaining. Um, uh, so it's, it's, it's tough, but uh, it's here to stay, and uh, that's the course that they make, you know. Um, and hopefully, you know, when it does happen uh, on, on another occasion, um, we hope that the decision goes our way.
But if you had to take an objective look, though, uh, and I hear and I understand you with regards to it going the other way and it uh, balancing out if it were to be in favor of Banyana, but in, in essence, when you look at it from a coaching perspective and you say, was that deserving of a red and a penalty, what would you say? I'm just interested more in the football analysis side of you. Look, Rob, you know, she goes and she clears the ball. So it's very difficult to stop in motion, you know, very difficult to stop in motion in terms of pulling your foot away. Yes, she had a studs up, and maybe that's a decision that they took, that she had a studs up. But uh, where, do you, where do you go, in essence, with your foot once you've, once you've cleared the ball? So for me, that was, I think it was a hard decision. But uh, it's an interpretation of the, of, of the referee. You know, as I said, uh, the referee could have gone and looked at VAR and said, look, she followed through, but, uh, you know, she won the ball. But it's the interpretation of the referee, and maybe a different referee might have made a different decision. But uh, you kick the ball, and you cannot just, you know, pull your foot back because it's in motion. So uh, I, I thought, uh, you know, it could have gone either way, but I, I felt that way. Was she supposed to put a foot Okay, I think fair enough uh, in terms of that. And and obviously that changes things now with regards to you not being able to say, hey, okay, can we lay a claim against the red card uh, that is done and dusted? So you, you minus a regular player in Vilagazi for you, uh, you know, from a defensive perspective. How much does that shake things up now as you prepare for match day two? Look, Vilagazi has been a consistent player in our backline. In actual fact, our backline has been our most consistent players that have played on a regular basis, you know, because that's not where you really want to tinker with because you need that understanding and synergy between goalkeepers and defenders. So sometimes you would change one or two players. But Leandra Smida has played there before. Um, you know, uh, she's played there before for Banyana in big matches. We also have uh, Sibuleli that has trained there, Karabu that has trained there, you know. So we do have players that have trained there. We just need to look at uh, who we can to definitely um, play there, um, considering Leandra also plays in the centre of the midfield. And that is, uh, that is uh, the, the beauty of this team and why we selected uh, players that are multifunctional, players that are versatile, players that utility players. So when this situation arises or when you pick up a couple of injuries that you that you have players that not just fill the gap but then can play equally well there. So we haven't we haven't made that decision yet. Um this is our first training session later this evening after after the game on Saturday. So we'll have a look over the next two days or so and, and see, you know, also analyze in China and see what they have to offer. Mm. We have a couple of uh, couple of games of these already that we're looking at and and we need to also look at how we prepare. Yes, we analyze, but uh, we also have to prepare our team. And sometimes you can overanalyze an opponent and not and not care about your own team. And we we have a nice balance between that, where yes, we analyze and then we we see what we need to do to you know to to outfox the opponent. And it's a, it's, a, it's a final now, you know, for both teams because uh, we both uh, didn't win. Um, over the weekend, so wanting to go through to the if you're looking at going through to the next stage, this is a must win. And I think uh, you know the players were dejected and disappointed. Um, and uh, we had a team meeting earlier and showed you know uh, some not so good moments, but also some the good moments of what we are capable of doing. And we just need to iterate that as well. But the confidence with this team and the focus of this team is just unbelievable. You know, um, yes, you're disappointed. Yes, you look back. But once you look back, you look at what you can do better. And then, and then you've got to move on and prepare because the times are so short in between.
You know what it is that we possess. I know that uh, football is a team sport, is right. You know what we have? We have somebody called the African Player of the Year. <laughs> yes, we do. We, oh, wow, we, what and, and, fantastic that was. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been worried there. That, you know, the silence made me think, you know, I was about to throw a bombshell at you. No, we just have the African <laughs> Football Player of the Year in our midst. And she showed that. And she showed the quality, not only just in the way she was playing. Yeah, she could have scored more goals, but that sheer quality stood out. And the goal was just something to really admire. Rob, you're giving me goosebumps now, to be honest. But, uh, you know, we know what Tembi can do. Everybody knows what Tembi can do. And sometimes they don't know how to stop her. They know she's quick and they plan for that too. And sometimes they don't know how to stop that as well because she's so unpredictable. And she comes up with the most amazing goals. I look back at Nigeria last year. You know, the goal she hit and the keeper didn't even know it was in the back of the net. And in this one, I mean, at the moment, it's a contender for goal of the tournament. I mean, that's a quality that she brings. And you see how she's grown. You know, I remember the first year when she was run up to Osceola, you know, and she drove herself, you know, to be the best player in Africa. And, and it shows. You know, got a big contract in China. And it shows. She's growing. She wants to show the world what she's capable of. And, I mean, what a good start. So everybody has known of Tembi, you know, on the African continent, and now everybody has seen her worldwide. Huh. Yeah, And that's why I'm saying that we should not be shy. And, and I loved the way the dominance from South Africa was. Um, I know that you guys have been going viral, uh, big names and big stars, whether it's your Stan Collymore's of this world, they've all been uh, saying a shout-out to nobody enters a football match the way the South African women enter a football match because it's all about the song, it's about the focus, it's about the vision, uh, it, it, it's all about that. And, and people in the world have really taken up to how you guys go into the game. All I'm saying is that the way that we enter with the confidence and the song and the belief should be the way we exit with our heads no, up. No, definitely. Yeah. No, definitely, Rob. You know, this team, I always say people don't know how special this group is. I always say people don't see the work they put in. They fight for each other. Um, if it's a bad ball, they make it into a good ball. You know, it's teamwork above everything else. Teamwork, how they fight and fight and fight and consistently fight. And I've always said that this is a team that will never give up. This is a team that will never quit. And this is a team that will fight until the bitter end. We've created opportunities in the 94th minutes and scored in the 94th minutes. And this is the beauty of this team. You know, so it's, it's a privilege to be part of a team like this that, that goes out and gives the all. Now, the favorites are Germany. China played against them. They were dominating at some stage. And, you know, in fact, they frustrated them to no end. Uh, but in the end, something somewhere, somehow they kind of cracked. They lost that game by goal to nil. Uh, so, which really makes these two teams that have lost games where they were dominating, yourselves included, it's going to be like a final to you. <laughs> it's going to be war, Robert. It's going to be war. Um, there's no two ways about it, you know. Um, we were saying that we've got to win this battle. We've lost the first battle, but we've got to win this battle. Um, if we have aspirations of going through to the next round. So it's a final for us. We're not looking anywhere beyond this game. It's a must-win, and it's not negotiable. I appreciate your uh, your ability to be available as a national team coach.
You've always done that. Whether you're winning or losing, Desiree Ellis would be available to speak to the nation. I know you've got to go, but I appreciate you because your role as the national team coach is your accountability, and you never shy away from that. Hold true to that up until the bitter end because you'll always stay on top of your game. Thank you so much, Desiree Ellis. Uh, if our African Footballer of the Year is around, I'm sure like a relay, we'll be able to pass the phone to her. Maybe we'll take a quick break. After the break, we'll, we'll, we'll chat to her. Thanks, Rob. She's right here. All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Coach. Good luck. Afternoon, Rob. Um, uh, me, my frustrations is the Banyana Banyana match. I was watching the game. Some of the decisions that went against us with their VAR, I really, really wasn't happy. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a South African and I'm a South African fan or what, but what do you think of the, 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 the penalties, both penalties actually? What do you think of both penalties? I'm really, really not happy about the decisions. Thanks. Hi, Robert. I'm in Nyakala, Ngale VAR. Ah 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 you know what I'm going to do? Um, I'm going to ask you to be on hold. I don't want to mess up my chat with you. You know when I talk to you, um, I like to talk football. So we're going to take a quick break so that I can clear the deck. I uh, know I don't have much time with you, but when I come back, we'll uh-huh. chat about that goal, but we'll talk about the way forward as well. Tembi Katlana is on the line all the way from France. Uh, somewhere near Paris, uh, she'll be chatting to us in just a short while.